0: my friends, and welcome into another edition of the JMAC Podcast. Today, I want to tell you kind of a cautionary tale. This was a health scare that I had last week, and I kid you not, I thought I was done. I thought that with any minute, I was going to kick the bucket and be gone from this world. And if you've ever experienced that, the type of things that race through your mind, the regrets, the, you know, wondering what your family is going to do without you. Uh, It's it's a horrifying situation, and fortunately, it turned out for the best for me, but I wanted to share it with you uh, just because, first of all, I consider so many of you to be my friends, and I feel often like when I'm doing these podcasts that I'm just sharing my life experience and my beliefs with my friends. And so I thought that you would be interested in hearing this story. And again, there is a cautionary tale here um, as well. So what had happened was, I think uh, a week ago Friday, I was uh, experiencing a migraine and I haven't had a lot of migraines lately. And so normally, I don't like to take a lot of medicine. I usually can just go to sleep. But this migraine was lasting for days. Now, it wasn't a severe migraine. It was just my eyes were blurry. I get these kind of splotchy eyes, what I call it. And uh, I was not feeling well. But it was Manageable. And so I didn't want to take anything. And, and finally, after about five days, I said, you know what? I have some medicine that my doctor prescribed for me. It probably just prescribed it for me over a year ago. And I thought, I'm going to take this medicine. And so I pop it open and I take it. And I start to feel better. But about two hours later, I start to feel my chest compress. I mean, to a point of extreme pain, I started to feel my heartbeat. I started to feel panicked, obviously, because it was getting worse and worse. And I'm like, you know, am I having a panic attack here? You know, what's going on? And so I call my doctor's office and first my doctor's not there and they put me on voicemail and so finally i go back to the front desk and i ask them i'm out look i need to talk to somebody i'm experiencing this chest pain now one of the reasons why i wasn't too panicked is because i looked up like i always do i did the google search And I looked up and it said chest pain is a common side effect. That 41% of people experience chest pain when they take this. And so I'm like, all right, this is just a side effect, but I want to make sure. So I finally get a hold of a doctor at uh, where my doctor works. And he says to me in a very urgent voice, he says, you need to get to the emergency room immediately. So I'm like, okay, all right, I'm gonna drive to the emergency room. Now at this point, my wife is at work and there's nobody else here. I could call an ambulance, but I'm like, oh, it's still probably just this medicine. So like a complete fool, I get in the car and I drive myself to the hospital. And, and the reason I say like a complete fool Because if I had had a heart attack here at home, the odds that uh, an ambulance and first responders are going to find me if I call 911, uh, they're much better than if I'm on the side of a road in a vehicle. And uh, I didn't think about that. But again, I'm thinking that it's the medicine that is causing the problem. So I get to the emergency room and of course they triage me and anybody who has chest pain, shortness of breath, they push you through ahead of everybody else in line because it could be a heart attack, so they're really worried about it. So they get me in there, they get me in the room, they attach all of these, you know, suction cups or whatever all over my body, they put an IV in and uh, they hook me up to the heart monitor, and then they take an EKG. And I'll tell you one of the other things that I did before I went to the hospital, which is just ridiculous, is I kept checking my Apple Watch to see my heart rate. And, you know, Apple Watch has an EKG on it now, but it says this is not to detect heart attacks. But I'm looking at the EKG, you know, hoping Apple can tell me if I'm having a heart attack or not. Of course, it says everything's fine. My heart rate is fine. So I get down, and here comes the moment of truth. They're running the EKG. And it takes about five minutes, and uh, the guy says to me, uh, the EKG looks great. Your heart looks strong. Uh, Everything looks great. And they said, well, now let's do uh, a couple of blood tests. Uh, I guess when you have a heart attack, it releases a protein into your bloodstream and that protein is detectable. So they put me on some morphine for the chest pain because it was still very strong and they take the first blood sample. They have to be taken an hour apart. So they take the first blood sample, no protein, everything looks great. They take the second blood sample an hour later, No protein, everything looks great. By this time, my wife and daughter are in the hospital. Of course, they're incredibly worried. I will tell you when I sent her the text that I was going to the hospital, I was very careful in how I sent that text because I didn't want to freak her out. I said, hey, I took some migraine medicine. It says that one of the side effects is chest pain. I'm experiencing that chest pain, but just in case I'm going to the emergency room. So I eased her into it so she wouldn't be panicked. Um, So when she got to the hospital, she was fairly calm. And after, I would say, about three hours, because of the morphine, the chest pain was gone, and uh, they said, we're going to release you. And I'm like, okay, great. Uh, That's great news. They said, your heart is great. Uh, Everything that we can tell about your heart is fantastic. Um, And uh, so, we're going to release you. And I said, well, what happens if it happens again? And they said, well, if it happens again, then you probably need to come back and see us. And I'm like, okay, this is just a side effect. That's all it is. So I go home and I feel great. I feel like uh, the migraine's gone. Uh, I know I just spend a bunch of money on insurance and I'm sure I'm gonna get a big bill for the emergency room, but I'm feeling great. And that was probably, I don't know, three in the afternoon, I get out of the hospital and then i get home and uh everything's fine and then about nine o'clock i start to feel the chest pain again only this time it's coming with some other symptoms i'm starting to feel nauseous i'm starting to feel like i'm going to throw up the shortness of breath is much worse And so, I go into my wife, and and my wife will sometimes take sleep medication, and I try to tell her what's going on, and she's like, okay, but I don't think she was ever really coherent about uh, my situation, and I, I didn't want to worry her. And so, like a fool, once again, I get in my car, and I drive to the ER. And by the time I got to the ER, I was sitting in the parking lot and I was feeling much better. And so I'm like, do I go in? It's going to cost me more money to go in. I'm feeling better. So what do I do? And I'm like, man, if this is a heart attack, um, I've got to go in. And, And I have to tell you, when I was experiencing the symptoms the second time, I was no longer thinking that this is a side effect of the medicine because I had taken the medicine at like 3 a.m. And it's now almost uh, by the time I get to the hospital, it's almost like 11 p.m. that that night. And so I'm like, there's no way. And of course, I'm Googling again because we all, you know, we all Google our medical conditions first. I'm like, how long does this stuff stay in your system? And uh, it, it says it should be out of my system by now. So now I'm thinking, you know maybe the medicine did some real damage. So I'm like, okay, I'll get in and and I'll I'll walk into the emergency room in that in that short walk between my car and the front desk of the emergency room, my, Uh, my situation declined dramatically. By the time I got to the front desk, I couldn't breathe. I felt like I was going to throw up. I could hardly stand up. I I had lost my equilibrium. And I told the guy what had happened. I still had on my, my hospital bracelet from the first visit that day. And of course, they triage me and they march me back and uh, same exact process. Hook me up to all the machines, IV, take the blood, do the EKG, and they find nothing. They find absolutely nothing. And they do the, the two blood tests one hour apart from each other And once again, they find absolutely nothing. So uh, after another three hours of doing the exact same thing, and by the way, the sticky things, having to pull those off of my hairy chest twice. So now I have these round, you know, bald spots all over my body. And I had to do that twice in one night. I'm like, oh, this is exciting. Uh, the doctor comes in and he says, we can't find anything. And so they're guessing it's a bad reaction to this migraine medication. Now, I had never taken this medication before. I'm not one to typically take a lot of prescription medication um, because I, I always feel like I can just fight through it. And that, that may be good, that may be bad. But uh, so I had never taken it before because when I had a migraine, I could just go home, go to sleep, and and it would go away. So this was my first time taking it. And in fact, the first person who dealt with me, she's like, how much did you take? And I said, I took one pill. It's 100 milligrams. And she said, oh, my gosh. And I'm like, is that a lot? And she says, normally I start people with 25 milligrams. And then if it starts to work i'll bump them up to 50 they're like a hundred that's that's a high dose um, so anyway uh, once again i'm about to be released from the hospital i feel fine again 100 percent fine and uh, i asked the doctor i'm like okay this is round two what happens to me if this happens again And he says, well, if it's the same symptoms, then don't worry about it. (laughs) I'm like, okay. So if I have the same chest pain, everything else, just don't worry about it. He's like, no, unless you start throwing up or have other extreme symptoms, then, then don't worry about it. And I have to tell you, since that time, I've had no symptoms similar to that. And... So I have to believe it was a bad reaction to the medication. But one of the reasons I wanted to share this story with you is because on that second visit, I was panicked. Um, the first visit, I felt like it was a side effect of the medication. But on the second visit, I was pretty convinced that something bigger was going on, that there was some other issue and you you're sitting there in in the bed you've got the iv going and you're listening to the heartbeat monitor and every once in a while it makes some funky noise and you're like oh man is this it and you're just sitting there thinking you could you could pop off any minute and it really it really caused me to go through all of these assessments you know is is my family I'm the sole sole provider or primary provider for my family. And am, am I in a position or are they in a position to survive without me? How will that affect my wife and and my children? And what about all the things that I still want to do? And it, it just it, it lasted for I would say I was in this mode of panic in between the two blood tests. And I'm like, please, please come back. They took a lot longer for the second blood test to come back. And I'm like, please, please, please come back. Because I would say for an hour and a half, I was just panicked that they were gonna find something. And I thought at any moment I I could be done. I could be out. And that's a really—I um, don't even know how to describe it. I'm sure many of you have been through it, and many of you have been through it, and and you had a real medical condition, and still do. And so I don't want to compare my situation to yours, but you know when you're sitting there in a hospital bed, and and you're thinking that this may—that you may never see your family again. And have you left them in a place where they're going to be okay? Um, man, that's, that's frightening. That is uh, something that I know people face all the time, but I, I hope it's something you don't have to face. And I hope I don't have to face it. But it really made me think about my health. It made me think about my financial health and uh, it was just really an eye opener and i'm grateful to be okay i'm grateful for your support and i'm grateful for the for my family's support uh but i just wanted to share that with you um it's kind of a cautionary tale about medication and uh taking it at the right levels and following the uh you know, the prescription guidelines, and uh, just being very careful. So I just wanted to share that with you. Thank you for all of your kind wishes, and I hope you have a wonderful day.